What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. your boy Ant right here and it's been a while since I've done a pod uh I'm gonna get back on it and uh I may hit hit y'all with like three or four per week who knows let let me know if you want me to do uh multiple episodes per week and I will most definitely do that and fit that in there's been a lot going on recently I'm not gonna hit on everything but um when I post this you know make sure you you know you you know kind of like tell me what you want me to uh, you know, talk about, uh, I did not do a, I did not do a mailbag for this. Um, but it's been a while and I have to put, put something out here. And, um, so I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, of course, Michigan, Michigan state, man, we got sports coming back, man. Major league baseball. What a total failure that is. Good Lord. All this bickering back and forth to come to this conclusion, and then you have the NBA trying everything that they can to come back, um, and then now you have, you know, you know whether you want to say or believe you got cases surging or any, or, you know, death rates are falling, whatever you want to believe in your bubble, whatever. Um, I just hope that it doesn't get to a point where it's kind of out of control and it's in a spot where, um, you know, you're putting people in power in a position to say, hey, I'm going to err on caution and let's back things off a bit and let's go back to, to the way things were in, you know, March and April. You know, nobody wants that, man. So um, we're we're right on the cusp on, you know, starting baseball back up. Starting basketball back up, I believe we have schedules that just came out for the NBA. Um, I'm excited about that. Uh, I believe like the league was tested, like about 300 something players were were uh, tested. I forget how many tested positive, but I know I did the math. It was like between five and six percent tested positive for it. And I just hope that there are no long-term complications from that, and none are hospitalized due to it. Because if that happens, now it's going to be, now players just aren't going to play. Because now they're like, oh, okay, elite athletes aren't immune. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, there's this, you know, stigma out there like, oh, if you're young or if you're an elite athlete, you'll be fine. Now, if if someone like that ends up, um, you know, gets, you know, lung scarring or, or anything like that and they can't return to, to do what they want to, you know, their job pretty much of making millions of dollars and entertaining millions of fans, um, you're going to have some big time players like 
is this really worth the risk? Um, the answer is going to be no. You're going to see a lot of that. So hopefully these cases are very minor and hopefully they are asymptomatic, meaning that there's no symptoms because I'm also hearing if you're not showing symptoms, the chances of you spreading the disease drops by like six times, like five or six times. So hopefully they're all asymptomatic and, um, and there's nothing bad that, uh, happens with them. Uh, but the Big Ten Network did find a way to piss me off. Um, how are you going to have three all-decade teams? Three, okay, all-decade. That's over, what, nine or was that over, like, that's over, you know, ten years, right? That's over ten years. So there's ten Big Ten Players of the Year. How are you going to leave off a Big Ten Player of the Year who was an All-American lottery pick? Like, What? But then I look down and, and I see Jordan Murphy and from Minnesota and Aaron Cre- What? It doesn't make any sense. Like, come on, man. That's just dumb. Seriously. Seriously, that's... <laughs> like, that is stupid. Like, how do you leave off Nick Stauskas? A dude who led the team, like... I believe they won the league that year by like one or two games. And you beat a Michigan State team both times in that year. That was they were really really good. Uh I believe uh Michigan beat them twice during the regular season. Michigan won the Big 10 and then in the Big 10 tournament, I believe, I don't have my notes in front of me, but I believe Michigan State beat Michigan either in the semis or in the Big Ten Championship. If I'm wrong, let me know. If I'm wrong, let me know. I'm sorry. But I do believe that Michigan State did win that year. Um, Yeah, that doesn't make sense. You know, you have a guy that goes out there and he outperforms Gary Harris, who is legit (laughs) one of the best shooting guards to ever come through Michigan State. Um... And to take on that challenge and go into that environment um, and to win the league that year, I mean, come on. Come on. You know, that's (laughs) – yeah, Michigan, Michigan State, and Wisconsin, they were so good. They were so, so good. And then you're going to have – I I don't even know who they had winning the Big Ten Player of the Decade. But you have a guy like Frank Kaminsky – what he did in those two years at Wisconsin, just owning the place, just owning the place. But the player who destroyed the league that one year and one Big Ten Player of the Year, he doesn't get a mention. That's that's just that's just weird. Very weird energy, man. There's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, BetOnline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and BetOnline is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you need even more, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day, live on their website. Looking for something else other than sports? BetOnline has hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and prop bets to to, uh, check out. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. 
All right, man, let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's go into, uh, I'm not going to go too in depth here, uh, but we're just going to do a little, uh, let's see about Michigan football. Hey, they've had some, they've had some nice, some nice commits, man. Nice commits. Um, they've stepped up big time. Gaddis has been killing it on the trail. The defense has been doing well with the, uh, with the uh, ends and they've been doing well with the linebackers. But you know what? Hey, I'm going to be that guy who complains about being number seven in the in the country. I'm going to be that guy. Why? Dude, these rankings are great. Where are our defensive tackles? Where? Let me know. You can pause this right now. Go Google it. Where are Michigan football's defensive tackles? I see Hinton is doing a great job right now. But recruit-wise... Who is being recruited as as a, a defensive tackle? Someone help me. Someone, please. Is there a clause in our defensive coach's contract saying that we are not allowed to recruit defensive tackles hard? Is there? Please let me know. Please let me know. I mean, Michigan is number seven in the country recru- recruiting-wise, but there's one position that they need to shore up to beat Ohio State, and that's the defensive tackle. They need to they need to be more competitive up front, point blank. Period. Yes, Ohio State is kicking butt in the rankings. They have an average rating of ninety-five point seven. Michigan is eighty-nine point three right now. But Ohio State has struggled when they're challenged up front. We have seen it. We have seen it over and over, and I get the mentality and all that stuff. But but if you punch them in the face for a quarter and a half, you're going to have some dudes over there that haven't played in that game yet that are, may have some doubt like, hey, we can't be the ones that mess this up. Where are our big dudes, man? Up front. We need a bigger up front, like Clemson. Like, how can Penn State contain these dudes? Yes, I you know, whatever mentality scheme, blah 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 blah. We gotta get we gotta get bigger and better up front. We could be the most talented dudes in the back seven if our front dudes aren't dudes. We're gonna get ran over. 30 ball every single year. Look at the past two years, man. It's it's been ugly. It's been ugly. Like, man, like, that's why I can't get hype over these recruits. Like, these recruits are great. These, man, we just got, uh, what's his name, Christian Dixon, top 150 player, wide receiver. He's going to be a beast. I already know it because I know Gaddis is going to do what it needs to do. He is no longer Josh Scam artist. Um, we ended that, like, what was it like? Beginning of October, beginning mid October, we ended that. Um, he's been doing a, doing a great job ever since, man. Uh, ever since the second half of Penn State, something something flipped, and you know, keep going. You're doing your thing. I love it. I love it. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Putting up 40 points against Ohio State means nothing if you're giving up 60 or 65. Got to get bigger. I can't get excited. I cannot get excited about these recruits 
yo, I love the fact that they're choosing Michigan and all that, and they're gonna help us win some big games. But we gotta get some, we gotta get some big, hefty dudes up front. Or the series is not gonna. These results are not gonna change all that much. Gas can put up sixty. Ohio State will find a way to put up seventy-five. <laughs> That's just how that goes, man. <laughs> Gotta find someone. Gotta find that girth. Pause. MSU football. I already told y'all. I mean, like, there's no slander this year, man. It's low-hanging fruit. You know, it's funny to like, you know, I get the jokes, but dude hasn't, he's been on the job for what, six or seven months now. He hasn't been able to really go out and recruit (laughs) as a Michigan State guy. You know, he hasn't been able to leave the office. (laughs) Dude is recruiting during a pandemic and has still found a way to get what, 10, 11 recruits. I mean, that's a win. In my opinion, that is a 100% win. Dude has not left the office. You are a new coach, pretty unproven, new staff. You're coming off a back-to-back, meh, you know, basically 500 seasons, and you still have 11 recruits. Hey. Or 10, I don't know how much, um, 10 or 11 recruits. To have that many recruits, man, um, I can't even I can't even make jokes about it because with the situation that he's been, you know, given, I got nothing. I got nothing. Dude is, dude is doing his job and he is working extremely hard now. And Give us some context, but next year, I mean, I'll be, you know, more, you know, open about it, but this year I can't do it. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Uh, let's talk hoops. Let's stay on Michigan state. Um, I was talking to a new, uh, guy named Tom, Tom Bendit and, uh, Oh, he was bringing up uh, Michigan State basketball and uh, Michigan and Michigan State in terms of guys who can start. You know, each team has like 13 or 14 guys who could probably play in the top seven rotation. And yes, that's a good problem to have, but it is a problem to have. And um, you have to find out who's going to be your top guys. You can't please everyone. Um, but for Michigan State, I, yo, they really need Kareem Manet to take his name out the draft. In my opinion, if they want to, if Michigan State wants to, you know, win a, a national championship, um, I think next year is going to be a lot like it was this year. I think it's going to be, you know, no great team where people are afraid. Um, but I think they have a chance if they can get Kareem and Nay, um, to take his name out the draft because they need a point. Their point guard situation, um, should not be overlooked. You know, not having Cassius is going to be huge. That is a huge void to fill. Uh, the dynamics on the team, on the uh, team 
are going to shift drastically. Um, and, you know, Michigan State fans, they keep talking about, you know, you know, we got Rocket, he's going to have the point and do all this. I'm like, okay, take a, take a step back, okay? Uh, Rocket is not made out of jet fuel and, <laughs> you know, jet fuel and, like, indestructible diamond. Um, do not, no, Michigan State cannot run him ragged. Because as good as he is offensively, he is, I think he's a better defender um, than an offensive player. And it's, I he can pick and choose. I think there are going to be games where he can do both in like second half, last seven or eight minutes. But every game for 30 minutes, two ways, guarding the best player going hard with ball pressure and you know you're jabbing and you're working and you're shuffling and you're going extremely hard and then offensively you're being asked to do so many things um you know and rocket had issues i think he had like a foot injury or knee injury last year you know you don't want to re-aggravate anything bad like that because now you're going to have an have an an annoying injury that continues to just bother you over time. You don't want that to happen, especially with a younger, with a younger talent like that. Uh, AJ Hogard, you know, he's going to come in fresh. Um, you know, he's going to be able to give something uh, lawyer, you know, he needs to gain some weight. Uh, but the PG situation like should not be overlooked, man. Uh, recruiting wise, they're going to need another shooting guard. I know they got Pierre Brooks, um, but I think they, you know, they are going hard at Max Christie. I believe they offered his younger brother as well too, and I think that's like like a Josh Christopher deal. It's like, hey, we we got your brother here. We're like, hey, we're you know we're rec- we're recruiting you as a family. You know what I mean? That type of deal. Um, Christie's a really good ball player, but recruiting i think they're they're gonna need a shooting guard badly because whether kareem and a comes or not i think he's he's gonna be a one and done um then you have rocket watts maybe maybe you know depends on his season he could leave next year if you look at aaron henry if he comes back you know he'll be out um uh langford you know he'll doesn't matter if he's 50 60 70 percent i think he has like one year left um you know, he'll be gone. So their guard situation is going to be very bare um, for the 2021-22 season. So they're in dire need of guards. Um, Michigan Hoops, uh, really looking at their roster for next year, you know, even if Livers comes back, they have a lot of scholarships that need to be dished out next um next year and if it's not done the right way you you can you can take the program backwards uh, this needs to be done the right way you have to have a good amount of transfers who can't play right away good amount of grad transfers and a good amount of incoming freshmen you can't have all freshmen get all six or seven open scholarships yes it's like six or seven if you look at eli brooks that's one custard that's two um if livers comes back uh that's three shondy brown he's gonna be gone after this year that's four uh mike smith he's gonna be gone he's a grad wagner might leave i'm and i'm 
they may have another scholarship just like hanging out out there. Um, <laughs> they have they have so many spots to fill, and this team is going to look so different. And it's going to be like a bunch of dudes that you've never. It's the only beeline holdover is going to be uh, Brandon Johns. That's it. That is it. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but Brandon Johns is going to be the only one on scholarship who is um, a beeline guy. They're going to need a point guard, too. They need a point guard. Uh, I think Jaden Akins is going to be an MSU lean, but Isley and Saudi, um, they need to go hard after him. Uh, Jaden Akins, realistically, I mean, he's the highest rated point guard that's really left. Uh, he's number... 10 in the 2021 class. Um, then there's Angelo Brizzy out of uh, Warrington, Virginia. He is the 20th ranked point guard in the country. Uh, they've been after him as well, and they've offered him. But, you know, Akins and Brizzy, those are two guys who, who you should look at. They're also going to need another big man. They're going to need bigger guards. I mean, they have Isaiah Barnes, but they need more guys like that. More guys who are between like 6'5 and 6'8 who can play the 2, 3, and the 4. And um, and Barnes is somebody who's, who's going to you know come in right away and play probably the 2 and 3 mainly. Um but uh, but but that's going to be in, in, uh, interesting too. But you know, I'm not going to keep you guys. Let me know if you guys want me to. You know, what else you guys want me to uh, talk about or elaborate on? If you want to hear my all-decade teams, or you want to, you know, you want me to go over, you know, matchups between this team or this team, or how the how the Big Ten may look or anything like that. If it's super unique, I mean, I'll do a pod tomorrow. I don't care. Um, I could do these and rattle them out pretty quickly. And uh, I have a lot on my mind. And it's just a matter of getting them out to you guys as as quick as I can. And I don't really edit these. Um, I just talk all the way through it. <laughs> and that's about it. But, uh, you know, thank you guys for listening in. Sports are coming back. Hopefully they uh, uh, turn my SeatGeek code back on for y'all too. Um, so we can save everybody that money, but I'll talk to y'all soon, man.